go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. What the fuck is it with the preacher thing? Friends. <laughs> <laughs> friends. I want to preach to you about not only the game, but the end game. This is a culmination. See, this would be right here where you back me up and you go, culmination. Culmination. Of over a decade. A decade, my friends, over 10 years of a builder of all these these godlike heroes into what we call Avengers Endgame. We are here. We are queer. We are now. We're not going skiing. <laughs> Won't go camping. <laughs> all right. So, yes, Endgame. Thoughts? Thoughts? Fuck off. All right. Welcome to our show. We have a guest. Yes. Um, no, oh. Yeah, we do. It, it's not returning. You know, you know, yeah, yeah. It's oh. it's just let him talk. Hello. What's your name? Bubba. Where are you from? <laughs> uh, it's like the dating game. The South. The from the south. south. From the deep south. <laughs> what do you do? Friend. Uh, play Warcraft all day. And and eat biscuits. Yeah. Nothing else. All right. <laughs> Contributor to society. Yeah. Let's welcome my nephew to the show. Who <laughs> loves the end game. Loves. I take after my uncle. Oh, good. Yes. Praise. <laughs> Preach on, brother oh, trucker. So saith the sound. Praise the sun. So, what more is to talk about? <laughs> All right. Good talk. <laughs> well, you said the word so. See, so usually is like the the precursor to like a statement or a question or something, right? <laughs> so, uh, how's it been going lately? Huh? So, I heard you're single now. All right. Um <laughs> What can we say about an Endgame that hasn't already been said by Nothing. every fucking by Twitter by Nothing. by everything by by every spoiler? I can know? say something. What? This is still not as good as Infinity War. Shut up. It is not. I think it's better. It is not. Does it? Is it better than Avatar, the highest number one highest grossing movie of all time? It is not the number one highest grossing movie of all time. Avatar? Nope. Isn't? Nope. Then what is? Endgame. Yeah, Endgame's about to break that. No, it already broke it. It did? Yeah, $2 billion. Pull it up. Well, no, it has to make $2.8 billion to it, break it. It already broke it. And adjusted Let's for inflation, it. it has to make $3.3 billion. No, it, they're not going to adjust for inflation. The, 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 the reality is, is $2.8 billion when Avatar made the 2.8. Then it look it up. Over. I don't believe you. It just broke the record like today. It broke uh, Titanic today. a couple days ago. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll break, uh, it'll break uh, Avatar in a few days. Definitely. Because yesterday it was only like uh, two point, yeah, two point one. That's what it broke. It broke the uh, eleven days, two point one billion. Yeah, it took Avatar forty seven days to get to two billion. Yeah, so So one third of time. Avatar was one of those films that just lingered around like E. T. for a long time and just kept making money. And and I'm I wasn't I I didn't care for Avatar. Like, I I mean it was fun, but it's uh, it's it's, dude. You I've watched it a few times over the years, and it's still visually captivating and there's some there's some goodness to it it's just that the story is is it's been done before okay uh there's a joke running around about can you name one character from avatar yeah jake sully yeah sam worthington yeah natiri is played by zoe saldana nice sigourney weaver the dude that was in um the hard way uh stephen lang yeah, yeah, the guy that was um, in um, uh, Grandma's Boy. Yeah, you know, sit on my face. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that movie. <laughs> and then uh, let's see, there's uh, 
There's a whole bunch of others. Oh yeah, you got a CCH Pounder. She plays the yeah, that's the, the chief. Yeah, yeah. Chief, uh, the the lady chief of the in uh, West Studi. West Studi always plays a fucking Indian guy. Uh huh. You know, so yeah, he played the father. So yeah. So, so yeah. it hasn't broken the all time. But I, I, you know what? Look, I, I Giovanni Ribisi too. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, oh, Michelle I, Rodriguez. I think <laughs> Avengers Endgame is far superior to Avatar. I didn't think Avatar. Avatar is a good movie. It's I never just saw not Avatar. great. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it, it's not it, it, the elute, the the visual style. Oh, you know, it overtook the how how the media. You know, middle ground the story was. That's what it was. Yeah. Wait, uh, scroll back down a little. I mean, bit. fuck, dude, you have a rock called Unemptatium. Okay, Come uh, on. Up I mean, more? you can't be more creative than that. Up, up. What do you want? Just up more. Scroll, Scroll up. up. Keep going. Keep going. Up more. Up. Okay. Uh, can, can I read something real quick? Yes. Is Avatar 2 the film to break Avengers Endgame box office? Well, record? that's way too fucking early to start off with no, that bullshit. No. Is the trailer even out for Avatar 2? No, but it's Has been it delayed been for a year. They've been working on it oh for like God. 10 years. Yeah, they, they it was originally going to come out in 2013. Then they didn't they delayed it for a couple of years. Then they it was going to be 2016. Then they delayed it some more. And then, then they finally, they've already done the motion, like, last summer. Well, they, they did Alita. He did Alita uh, Battle Angel. Yeah. So they were working on that in between Avatar and Avatar yeah, They didn't even start doing the, f- the actual motion capture filming for um, part two and three until last summer. So, Right. Yeah. Um, but it, they were, the reason for that is they were working on Alita Battle Angel because that's the test movie mm-hmm. for Avatar 2, basically. Yeah. And Alita Battle Angel took him 20 years to make because he had the rights to that since... Mm-hmm. And Alita's made over four hundred million worldwide, so it's going to get a sequel. Good, yeah, good. I like that movie. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I never saw it. I think it's crazy how uh, James Cameron, for a really long time, held the uh, the uh, number one and number two spot. Well, he's still got number one for now for a few more days. <laughs> yeah, and Deep Sea Explorer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, the guy's made so much money Cameron that he can Explorer do. Explorer of the Sea. <laughs> I like that episode. So we're going to raise the bar. <laughs> there was a guy I used to work with at Mazda that said Ivan? that. No, is that, I think his name was Adam Wiley, and uh, he uh, he Dr. said he Wiley. hated Titanic because he goes James Cameron just did made that movie on purpose just so he could get the guaranteed Oscar. I can see and that, and so he could never acknowledge Titanic at all. And I'm like, well, it's not a bad movie. You watch that movie, and it's fucking, it's it's, it's a good movie. It's, it's a good movie, yeah. You know, it's a little little too little too much lovey dovey, but it's, it's not still, my cup of tea. But, but it's still a good fucking movie. It's yeah. still well done. Yeah. So eh, whatever. You know, everyone's got their own opinions about shit. I, I like. No, the part you know where what? I mean, dies. I could, I could, I could see, I could see how he did that. I mean, because once he got the money for, ti- you know, once he won everything for a Titanic, I mean, he could, he pretty much had the ticket to do whatever the yeah, fuck he, he wanted forever. Yeah. By the way. um, Schwarzenegger said that Terminator 3 is essentially been directed by James Cameron, mm-hmm. even though somebody else's name is going to be on it. Yeah. It's a Cameron movie. Well, yeah, and Cameron's, I mean, he's executive producer on the damn thing, so, I mean, that, you know. Yeah, so that was the other reason. That's the other reason why Avatar has been delayed. So Terminator, the new Terminator movie, yeah. and then, uh, I, I said Terminator 3, but it's not. I, I just, I find it hilarious that, that all these people keep hating on Avatar, like, oh, it wasn't that good, blah, blah, blah. I guarantee you, when right around when the sequel comes out, everyone's going to be all up on that train. Especially the way Disney's going to market the fuck out of it. I'm, oh yeah, I'm I'm not on that train. You know, I'm not going to be uh, anyways. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, see I, how it looks. Look, I, like I said, I liked Avatar. I liked the first movie. I didn't think it was great. Mm-hmm. I, you Have know. you seen the director's cut? No. 
Amazing. No. Amazing. It's not. That's a little more depth to uh, Jake Sully. No. <laughs> Pocahontas. No. No. Okay, Pocahontas. <laughs> yes, I know. Right? That's my nickname for it. Pocahontas on pa- Pandora. Everybody's nickname for it. No. Everyone always calls it like Dances with Wolves. No. On Pandora. I call it Pocahontas on Pandora. Everybody's been calling it Pocahontas. I've never, I'm the only one who's ever said it. I swear no, to God. No, you're not. I swear to God. No, dude. There's a huge entire Reddit about it. No, I was there before it. Oh. Come on, dude. In 2013, we did our right. first podcast. Fucking, I called it that. Fucking parallel thinking doesn't exist in anyone's uni- universe. Um, We're not all alike. Okay. just I'm just saying, I didn't get it from somebody. I got it on my own. Parallel thinking. That's all. Just like the the pil- the, 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 the chillo. <laughs> the chillo. Goddamn chillo. Yeah, well, you know, shoulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah, woulda. Yeah, yeah. Shoulda, shoulda, coulda, east woulda. Yeah. Hey. Bubba's like, you don't know what the fuck the chillo is. No. Yeah. No. Pillow that comfort not, that's cold. That stays I'm not cold. 43. It's, it's like Lando. I'm not 43 either, fucker. <laughs> I'm 41. Goddamn it. Yeah. The chillo, cool side. Yeah, it keeps, the, side. keeps the cold it's side like cold a, and the cold the, side cold. It's the McDLT of pillows. <laughs> he doesn't know what a McDLT is. Cool side cool, hot side uh, hot. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, God, dude. I'm 13. I, I, should, I should play him a McDLT commercial. You should. Fuck it. You know what? Let's get retro, no. baby. <laughs> no. Hot side hot and the cold side cold, man. It was a good idea. I mean, just, you know, except the fact that you're just polluting the world with a little, little, little extra styrofoam. Who cares? Jason Alexander. (laughs) The only old commercial that I really, really like is the Nintendo cereal commercial. Don't quite make it. Yeah! You say that just once. You'd like (laughs) your hamburger hot and your lettuce and tomato cool and crisp all at the same time. All at the same time. You got it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger, the McDLT. I'm talking quarter pound of beef on the hot, hot side. (laughs) And the hot. That is not him singing. It might be him. It's <laughs> so awful. God damn. This is what God left. See the, the the whole concept of it was you keep the 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 vegetables separate. I, I think he understands what from the fuck so that it's all concept is. Well, that's you don't have way to, without he's not doing stupid. the fucking shtick. You know the hey, you don't you don't have to fucking explain shit to him. <laughs> you don't have to be my sister. Yeah, let's just fucking handhold. Let's handhold the boy. Oh, that would suck. Shouldn't the cheese be on the hot side? <laughs> That's a good question. Holy shit, I never even noticed that. I language. You're supposed to keep the, the oh, whatever. Who gives a shit? I think how long did the McDLT last for? Like a year or two? Comedy gold, Jerry. No, it was I mean it was longer than that. I think yeah. there's other markets it stayed for longer than uh, you know, like I know around here it wasn't around forever. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of the uh Top that scene from Teen Witch. Huh? The top that scene from Teen Witch. Never seen Teen Witch. Good. Do you remember that fucking Moonface guy that used to be on the McDonald's commercials in the 80s? The late night Moonface guy? Yeah. Yes! Mac, Mac Tonight. Yeah. There was a very God racist damn. song that used him as a mascot. 
Yes. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was uh, I don't know. There's something creepy and yet appealing about that guy when I was a kid. I, I don't it's know. It's Mac tonight. Definitely a lot better than the uh, California raisins. Isn't it like <laughs> the uh, the progressive mascot, which is literally a box? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, an annoying box. Yeah. All right, getting mm. on to Endgame. Yes. <laughs> sure. What <laughs> does the D in McDLT stand for? McDonald's lettuce and tomato. Mm-hmm. Oh. What did you guys think of Endgame? Starting from the beginning. Start from the beginning. Not. Don't give me an overall rundown and start from the end. Start at the beginning of the movie. Start with the Hawkeye thing. Go ahead. No, not necessarily. Just start at the beginning of the movie. You can pick it up anywhere in the beginning of the movie, yeah. but the middle of the movie is the time travel. The end of the movie is the final battle. I liked the part where Hulk protect, Hulk protect, but most importantly, he give Ant-Man his taco back. <laughs> the friend thing. People let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> that was a, such a heartwarming moment. Or them riding in the back of the truck and it's scraping on the ground with the sparks and they go to New Asgard. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Oh, that was great. I love all that shit, man. You, you got to have fun with the characters because, look, it's going to be serious when it needs to be serious, but it's good to have those moments because then it makes the characters more relatable. Yeah. So. And you got to remember, I mean, look, they, they did three movies of Thor, three. Three movies of Thor, right? Uh-huh. Three movies of Iron Man, three movies of Captain America. Yeah. And Hulk only got, well, yeah, one. Well, two, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 he kind of got two, so yeah, you were good. He, well, he did. He got yeah, two. Yeah. He got a TV series yeah. out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not out of it, but before it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, when uh, so this is essentially these three ca- and everybody not everybody but every well I should say everybody all the critics and all the people that are writing about it they're, they're talking about Rogers and Stark but they never fucking mention one iota of this is also Thor's story yeah when you when oh, yeah. you dedicate nine films to three characters in total right mm-hmm. and and. You know, this is Tony. This is Tony Stark's arc. No, this is not just Tony Stark's arc. This is Rogers, Thor's, and and Stark's arc. You know why? It's I, I think one of the biggest reasons is because Thor's still around. You know, he's part of the Asgardians of the galaxy. Right, but his his character also changed yeah. considerably. Yeah. He went from being, and he's still, and he kind of what came back to it. Yeah, and he went from being, you know, I don't give a shit to, you know, I'm just I'm just a thug. Yeah, I actually really like Fat Thor. <laughs> I think uh, it's a lot better than the regular Thor. He looks a lot more, a uh, lot more comfortable, and I like that. Yeah, I mean, he's still he looks he, a, lot, a lot more cuddly. He's yeah. still, I mean, he's still got muscles. You know, he's still strong. Yeah, he's know? still able to magically braid his beard by holding out Stormbreaker and Mjolnir. Meow meow. Yeah. Yeah meow meow. He did like he put his arms out. And then his beard was magically perfectly bra- braided. Yeah, well, that's you know, like I, I think that's like called the the Viking uh, duplicity. I don't know the Viking necktie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, so I think it's because look, you had you know it's Tony Stark's final movie, for, you know, pretty much. Right. Um, it, and for all intents and purposes, Cap's gone now. Right. So I think that's why the focus was on those two more than anybody else. Even though there wasn't much mention of Scarlet, or not, I was Scarlett Johansson. You're gonna uh, say Scarlet Web? Yeah, Scarlet Witch. God damn Scarlet it! Yeah. But you know, uh, Black Widow. So yeah, and that 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 brings this up. 
because I was thinking about this because um, we had recorded a previous podcast mm. and we that podcast can go fuck itself. That was the Awful. that was yeah that, that might as well have been done by three Eeyores. Yeah. Um, Never. So better. my my question is, why did Marvel choose to replace Scarlet Witch with Black Widow in the in the Avengers? Scarlet Witch was one of the original Avengers. Uh-huh. So it's Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Hulk, Iron Man, Thor. Maybe because they were dealing with that whole um, dual license thing with Fox. You know, with them, with her and um, and Quicksilver. Okay. All right. So yeah, that makes sense. So the ends justif- justify the means. They take Black Widow and replace her, replace Scarlet Witch with Black Widow and the Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. Which again, it's okay. You, you can make a change like that because you you have to in, in order to accomplish things. You have to in order to get the results that you want to get. Some changes are okay when this is not a massive, you know, like the Justice League change where they added, you know, a cyborg or they added, I was going to start the podcast with that, by the way, Borg. (laughs) 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 Nobody's going to get that. Um, (laughs) When they added cyborg and and, and a couple of other players to the team where it should have been, you know, whoever, whoever was supposed to be in, in Justice League right now, I don't really... I'm not going to look it up. I don't care. But Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Aqua so, Flash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Aquaman. And I don't think Flash was part of the original. I think it was. No? I think it was Martian Manhunter and uh, Green Arrow. But I like Martian Manhunter. He's cool. But um, Flash was like round two or whatever. Okay. There's different versions anyway, so really, it really doesn't matter. But in, in this version, in, in Marvel's cinematic universe... When when you can't like the Infinity War encompassed all the characters of the Marvel universe, so they couldn't bring in X Men. They couldn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. So they had to make adjustments. Okay. So they make adjustments and they focus on three main characters. You know, uh, this is not a Hulk story. This is not a Black Widow story. This is not a Hawkeye story. Yeah. Those are those are tertiary stories. Well, we got a little bit of Hawkeye. Well, yeah, I know little, it's still, but it's a, ter- a it's 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 a B, it's the B story or the yeah. C story, right? It's secondary or tertiary stories, whereas the main story is Hulk or Hulk, Thor, Rogers, and Stark, because mm-hmm. they focused those individual movies on these three characters. Yeah, and when you do that, you have to have you have to have a satisfying conclusion. Was it satisfying? I'm leading. This is going somewhere, by the way. I'd say for the most part, yes. What did you not think? Did you think it was satisfying, Bubba? Eh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, for almost all of the characters, their end at, at the end of the movie uh-huh. was just, all right, bye. That's how every Avengers movie ends. Yeah, but I mean, was it a satisfying <laughs> no conclusion to whatever, 22 hours worth of movies, 11 films? More than, more than 22 hours. <laughs> it's like 40-something hours. Yeah. It's 22 hours. Well, no, if you have if you have 22 films times two hours each, that's over 40 hours. Was it? Is it not 11 films, 22 hours? No, no. You, I mean, you count every film they've done since Iron, the first Iron Man, that's that's 22 films. It's 22 or 23 films. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. got those backwards, right? Yeah. yeah that's a right. shit ton of It's <laughs> a lot of hours, man. Yeah. Well, there's, there's nine films between Iron Man... Captain America and 
Thor. Mm-hmm. Those are nine. Then you have yeah. the three Avengers films. Yep. Or well, four Avengers films, technically, yeah. Well, yeah, the four Avengers films, that's... that's Yeah, that's, that's 13 right there. Where are the rest of them? Where are the other nine films? You've got Doctor Strange. You've got The Incredible Hulk. You've got... Uh, well, I didn't. I purposely didn't add in the Incredible Hulk, although I should have. But yeah, yeah okay. Strange Hulk, Ant Man one and two. You've That's got four. Uh, uh, Guardians one and two. Five, six. Okay, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then there's uh, there's uh, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, seven, eight, and then uh, I know. Well, the first Hulk. There's Thor, Dark World, Avengers, Age of Ultron, the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, Thor. Regular Thor, Iron Man 2, I'm sorry. Ant-Man, Captain America, First Avenger, Iron Man. I don't really care. We're not, the, they, they rank them, but I don't give a shit about ranking. I've only missed a few of these. Okay, so uh, Dark World, Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk. I liked Age of Ultron. Regular Thor, Iron Man 2, Ant-Man, Captain America, First Avenger, Iron Man 3, uh, Civil War. Did you forget something? No, because that's Captain America. So Okay, Iron Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I counseled the Wars and Avengers I named Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. We got Infinity War. Winter Soldier. That's Captain America. It's one, right. of, one of his three. Marvel. I named that one. Spider-Man. Oh, there we go. Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> we should have known that because... Because it, 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 you know, it still felt like almost like a shoe-in, you know, the way they did it. You know, they just... Right. You're Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. It still... It worked. It definitely worked, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay. So... Spider-Boy. The, the beginning of the hand. movie is filled with foreshadowing of Tony dying and everything else. Even okay? in Age of Ultron, because uh, he has the vision. Right, but we're not worried about Age of Ultron. Yeah. The this movie foreshadows Tony's death from the get go, and how he is sitting against the bulkhead, how mm-hmm. he's sitting in the chair, mm-hmm. every place that he's sitting, he's always leaning to his right mm-hmm. or his left, but generally he's always leaning to his right. Yeah, and that's how he died. Yeah, he was leaning. Um, and uh, I'm going, I'm going somewhere with this in the future of the, of of the podcast. I'm foreshadowing. The end game of the podcast, as it were, because mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of important. So, and then Captain Marvel shows up. All right. So, my question to you yeah. now yeah, is: She's the Deus Ex Machina of the fucking movie, Captain Marvel. Yeah. What did you guys think of Captain Marvel's character in this movie? Ugh. She was just a. For the most part, she was just like a a plot device. Okay. Yeah. But that's not what I'm asking. What did you think of Captain America's character in this movie? You said ugh. There was one, she had one warm moment in that entire thing is when she saw Peter Parker. She says, hi, Peter Parker. You know, at the end battle, you know, scene. Uh, okay. That was it. Other than that, she was she was just kind of cold and, and just, there's no, there's no, pardon the, you know, thing, but there's no energy, you know? Right. Yeah. It just, you know, I, Wooden acting. It just it, it felt forced. Like mm. she didn't want to be there, or, or, or I mean, look, they filmed this movie before they filmed Captain Marvel, so she didn't know much going into it. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's part of the issue. But why did you, Bubba? Why did you say ugh? She was bland, and there was a lot of wasted potential with her. Kay. They could have made her super cool. Yeah, and yeah, a good character. And then yeah, at the end of the movie, of course, she shows up to destroy the big ship, and it's just. Right, but that has nothing to do with her character. 
She's no, talking about her character. I don't I don't okay, worry yeah. about plot device or anything else like that. I look, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. You're one hundred percent right. What I'm saying is character. Her character. Character wise. Not, not not her plot device. Yeah, she was she she wasn't there was no energy from her. There was just like I said, you know, was, yeah, there's absolutely nothing there. Like it's like what well, this, this she's she, going through the motion. She might as well have been a character that didn't even deserve her own movie. That she, that's 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 the vibe I got from her her role in this one. Right. Captain Marvel's personality was based around the fact that she had no personality. Yeah, that's that's but it's like like it's but she has to, no personality. So, this is supposed to take place after the events of Captain Marvel. Yeah, mm-hmm. twenty years later, or twenty yeah twenty three. So years why is it that she's so boring? Uh, well, if I want to hypothesize, I would say because she's been dealing with saving so many fucking planets that and she hasn't had time to, to, to mingle. <laughs> Maybe she's learned to just be cold because she's been dealing with constant death and destruction and fighting. And Well, but we don't know that. I mean, she's saving planets. She, I mean, she, yeah. she could be fucking planting flowers for all we know. Yeah, she could be getting her bone on. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she could be sampling uh, every planet's, uh, you know, desserts, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I, the whole point being is... Moving off that stupid subject, <laughs> um, was she necessary? Yes and no. Why? Because she is an important character because she's been established. But overall, throughout, I mean, if you count everything she did in the entire film, it wasn't. It wasn't. She was an important character because of what's been established. That she's an established character. Okay, so was she necessary to the film? For the beginning, yes. It's like the Indiana Jones argument. For the beginning of the film, yes, but at the end, it just felt like, oh, why was she? Why was she necessary for the beginning of the? Because film? she saves Tony. But they she, could have had anybody save Tony. She, why didn't, you know, they, oh, they, not well, really. They could have had Ravagers save Tony. The the oh, remaining yeah. Ravagers. That actually would have been cool if they put them in the movie. They yeah, were in the movie. Sean Gunn. What? Yeah, Sean Gunn, who does the uh, motion capture for Rocket. Um, you know, he's that extra, you know, character on the on the Guardian ship now. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, because we, we we didn't see him in any other movie, but he yeah, I guess he shows in the up, movie. Yeah, he shows up when um, they come through Strange's portals, right? Yeah, yeah. All the ra- all all the ships, the Ravager ships, yeah. everything come through the portal. Yeah, Howard the Duck too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, apparently, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I read. Bless you. So, I I mean I I think that it was it, it was cool it was cool to have her in there the, the beginning because I love the whole beginning part with 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 them getting Thanos you know taking him out right at the beginning that was fucking cool because I did not expect that even though I remember you saying it like you had read the whole fucking script or something before we saw the movie so I remember you saying yeah they're gonna kill Thanos right at the beginning of the movie and I'm like what? how the fuck do you know this and then yeah we go see it and then he kills him I'm like yeah you fucking read something you know, you, 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 didn't read anything yeah yeah right yeah I, I, I just I just knew some of the stuff was going because it's been telegraphed. Uh-huh. All the stuff that they were talking about has been telegraphed. Yeah. Um, so J- it was fun. It Josh was, Brolin's performance as Thanos. He didn't. Get, yes. He um not as good as as Infinity War because he actually had you know he was the main one of the main the, pretty much the main character of not Infinity. as good huh. But in okay. this in this one because I disagree with that and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, in Infinity War, you could tell that he had already. You could see the the layers of his character, and this one. It was almost all just rage and and ambition, right? That's but the one that's in Infinity War is a different Thanos than the one that's in yeah you got this the, one because in that one he's searching for the Infinity Stones. This one he knows where they are. Yeah, so he doesn't have to search for them. He doesn't have to have the patience, right? Yeah. 
There is a scene in the movie at the end of the movie where Thanos is sitting there and he's he has a rock in his hand and he's toying with the rock. Uh-huh. And just like any real person, because obviously this is a fucking CG character. Yeah. And Stark, Thor, and Captain America come out and they're like, what is he doing? He's, he's just sitting there. Yeah. Well, let's go kick his ass. Yeah. And Thanos starts to talk. And he doesn't monologue. And this is what I love about this character. He doesn't monologue. And he backs up his words. He kicked all of their asses yeah. consistently and was ready to go again. Yeah. And they were just... Oh. Yeah. Oh. Multiple times <laughs> while I've been doing my ride sharing and stuff and I've talked to people about this movie, almost every person I've talked to has said they didn't like how Thanos was... Uh, how his power kept changing, how he was super powerful. Then he seemed how he was more powerful without the stones. And I said to them, no, I have a theory on that. And my theory is this, when he had the stones, he knew he could kill anybody with a snap of his finger. Right. He could do anything he wanted to. He, he, he could warp. He yeah. He could go. He loved the, he yeah. Could, he, he, remember he could what fucking teleport behind yeah. them. and Yeah. Or remember what he did to Drax and Mantis where he broke him into pieces. Yeah. You know? He could do that at any moment, and he didn't because he liked the challenge. He respected the the challenge that they were right, giving. Right, he's him. a warrior. Yeah. Well, according to uh, the Russo brothers, um, when they were commentating over a movie for something for mm-hmm. Infinity War, mm-hmm. uh, they talked about how uh, once he took off his armor after he got the uh, space stone after destroying the Asgardian ship, uh-huh. uh, they said, uh, "Well, at this point, he's pretty much gone on a holy crusade," meaning. Um, he's not going to kill anyone that doesn't need to be killed in order for him to get the stones. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's kind of a different person. That, yeah. 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 Then, then that's that's the whole that's the whole difference between the Thanos that's in Infinity War. Yeah. And, and the Thanos that's in an Endgame. The 2014 version. He's yeah. not on a crusade anymore. He's just. He's on a conquering mission. Yeah. Yeah. He's completely he different. He wants to kill. Yeah. And so, every single person. And so he's galaxy. he's ambitious. He's hungry. He's ruthless, and that's why he fights so much harder. Um, in in in, uh, in Endgame, right? Because he's still trying to get the shit, right? And so he's 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 going balls out, right? And so it makes perfect sense to me, and, and it shows. Yeah. Another thing is uh, the beginning of the or not the beginning, like in the middle of the movie, he uh, saw his daughter betray him, and his head gets sliced off right in front of him. Yeah, well, that, that must have no because he knew that's little. inevitable. Yeah, I he am said. Inev- yeah, inevitable. he said that that's destiny being fulfilled. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, so he was fine with that because he's a warrior. Yeah, he didn't even fucking flinch when that happened. He's, he's like, just like, hmm, okay. Thor, Thor's a badass. I'll remember <laughs> that. Yeah. But now they that but that was that was instrumental for to him to f- finding out where the infinity stones were and how were they going to get there. Yeah. Well, she jumps back and then opens that portal, which I completely forgot about, and then and then pulls him from 2014 to 2023. Yeah, through the um through the quantum realm. Yeah. The quantum time realm. Yeah. So, talking about time travel, because there's some things that have just come up, which are huge spoilers. Um, Do, are, are they spoilers, though? Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean... No, no, no. Not on this movie. Spider-Man. Mm. The new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Spider-Man. So... Spider-Man. We know time travel isn't a new concept. After Thanos has destroyed all the Infinity Stones and Thor kills him... The Avengers have no way to get the stones back, right? Yeah. So they they they're just dicking around for five years doing whatever, and that's when Scott Lang shows up doing AA meetings and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, not really AA meetings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gay meetings. Yeah. 
They made a big fucking deal out of that, and I thought it was so stupid. That no, 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 no. The media made a big deal out of it. That's what I mean. That's what I mean by they. Because, oh, it, it, dude, the guy had two Well, lines. don't say they. Say the media. The guy had two... You know, Russo had two sentences in that fucking... In that it was part. Jim Starlin, too, I think. Yeah, Starlin was there. Yeah, he was one... Yeah, but um, the one that was talking about having the boyfriend kind of thing, right? Right. That was, that was one of the Russos, and... He had two lines, and everyone was like, oh, well, you know, it felt like the shoe in just so you could throw a, you know. And I'm like, dude, it, you're making a big, if you treat it like it's just part of the fucking movie, then it's, it, then that's, that's exactly what it, it is. The entire yeah. point of it was pretty much for, uh, like, part of the story arc of Captain America and how he's, uh, you know, helping people out with he's, problems. He, yeah, he's, he's doing other things other than being fucking Captain America. I actually think yeah. that shows character growth as well, because if you think about it, Captain yes. America was from the 40s, where, yeah. you know, that kind of lifestyle is you know very looked down upon, especially from that time period. It's pretty gay. So the fact that he doesn't have any problem with it at all, and he's very understanding and and consoling. I mean, that shows the growth of his character. That's yeah, and that's that's how it's supposed to be because yeah, this this character is about Captain America finding a life and Tony sacrificing his life, whereas the previous movies are all. Tony, not, Tony having a life, yeah, and Captain America sacrificing his life, yeah, and and this is this is where it switches sides, huh? Yeah. So that's what that's what this whole story arc is about. Plus, you know, we got to add in the Thor thing, where Thor is trying to find his way, and he's and that's the most important thing. Thor, Thor is just moving through things, yeah, and and being himself, but at some point he's lost his way, yeah. So um, you have. You have ex- the dark side and the light side, mm-hmm. right? Steve is light. Tony's dark. Just, just we'll call it, we're just going that way, mm-hmm. you know. Not Jedi Sith, just light dark, okay? And then it switches to light dark. What I'm saying, and, and not dark in a bad way, just dark in 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 terms of uh, how they see the world, okay? Which is it, complete, everything's completely different, yeah. okay? Tony sees the light. Steve sees the light, but it's just a different. But Thor is in that gray area. Okay, that's why I'm using light and dark. Thor is in this gray area where he his entire story is not resolved. So that's why he's still like if you watch him at the end of the movie and he's fidgeting with mm-hmm. his hands and he's and he's sad and and angry and then he and he goes with the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. and he tries to be himself, you know. You know, and and because well, now he's got to find his place. Now he's got to find his place. Yeah, because exactly. but but he, there is a revelation for his character. He finally accepts the fact that he doesn't want to rule. Well, it, he that's, doesn't want that's, to be. A, a but leader. it's not. But still, it's still gray. He he has he, it's he has no ending to his story like Steve yeah. or Tony. He's still just going on because the only thing he knows how to do is do what he does. And he's not anything. willing. He's not willing at this point to change. That's what that whole story well, about. Well, there's still major progress for his character. You know, not really. There is. I mean, the fact that he's not trying to be a fucking ruler anymore. He was never trying to be a ruler. Well, he was trying to fill the shoes because he thought he had that the, that that was what he was supposed to do. Right, but uh, again, that's well, he's the leader. That's of the still the, the whole. That's I mean, still look, the whole point of the story. Is he has he has no direction because right at the end he tells Valkyrie. You're a leader. It doesn't, but that doesn't matter. At the that doesn't show it, character it, growth. No, for you. it doesn't because he never wanted to really be the leader. But he still kept playing the role. Right, he kept playing the part. It doesn't matter. He still just wants to be Thor and drink and have sex and fight. Yeah, that's all he wants he to do. Doesn't want that. 
so he hasn't changed yet. Well, there's, I mean, I, I call that progress, that he's finally... He's progressing, but he hasn't changed. I don't want to be the ruler. I'm going to abdicate the throne. I was always going to do that anyways. Even in Thor Dark World and this and that. He didn't want Loki on the throne, but he wasn't going to take the throne, you know? Because Loki's obviously someone that he feels is not a worthy leader, but we don't know. Is he? Who knows? Wait, wasn't Asgard like a really good place when Loki was ruling it in uh, Ragnarok at the beginning? Everyone looked pretty happy. Look at a lazy fuckfest. Yeah, I I don't know. Not necessarily, but who knows? It just looked like it was fun and jovial when Thor showed up. Right. (laughs) That doesn't mean that uh, everybody was just kind of catering towards Loki. Yeah, keep him happy. It's like the thing in Aladdin, how Jafar was actually the person that was trying to make the entire city a city. Not really. You know, low crime rate, good population. Uh, Not really. I mean, look 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 at the sultan. Like... Yeah, but when was the last time he had a good idea? Well, the Sultan was an idiot, but I mean, J- Jafar wanted to rule with an iron fist. Yeah, he didn't he al- want to make anything better. Yeah, yeah, he also wanted to hook up with a fucking te- late teen. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, who cares? These obsessions. Um, let's talk about the time travel. So, Terminator Looper Primer follow time travel rules religiously. You go back in time, you can't move forward, right? Well, you can't jump forward, but mm-hmm. you can jump backwards. Um, Unlike Back to the Future, where you can jump all over time, okay? Avengers Endgame pulls from a ton of different ideas. Now, the first one is linear timeline with time loops. Whatever happens, happens. Going into the past can't change the past because it already happened, like 12 Monkeys or the Terminator. Grandfather paradox is if you go back in time and kill your own grandfather or do the nasty in the pasty, Futurama. That was uh, a good episode. Then you have the butterfly effect, any small change, and then you have fluid timeline, a mixture of all the above, um, where what changes have an impact is decided based on in-story logic. Now, those, those are all things that we're trying to explain. <laughs> uh, everything that happens with uh, time travel is based in quantum chronodynamics. Um, Scott turned into a baby and an old man because of the EPR paradox, which is if you don't like you don't have those chronometers on on you, yep. you you have uh, spectral decomposition. That's what that is. You get older, you get younger. Instead right? of you going through time, time goes through you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Tony said. Mobius strip. That's the um, the that's what I was saying. The Mobius strip configuration. Um, the best part about this whole time travel argument is when they start yelling, not yelling, but when they start arguing about time travel movies. Yeah. <laughs> and Cheadle's characters is like, hey, you know, Back to the Future, Star Trek, Terminator, Time Cop, Time After Time, Quantum Leap. And then right. I, I brought up Tristan and Isol, that I was like, why didn't they use Tristan and Isol? Because technically Hugh Jackman's character traveled forward in time, mm-hmm. right? To Wasn't that Kate and Leopold? That's what I meant. Kate okay. and Leopold. But I think Tristan and Isol is the same. That's that one's with James Franco and it's all medieval time kind of yeah, but I think it's or. it's the same story, huh. but you know more modernized. Or, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Hot Top Time Machine, Hot Top Time Machine Two, Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard. <laughs> if you travel to the past, the past becomes your future, and your former present becomes the past, which can't now be changed by your new future. Okay. Yeah. It's the difficult concept to wrap your mind around. You can't change the past because you've existed in the future. I wrapped my mind around worse. No matter what you do, the end result is the same. Terminator theory. Mm -hmm. Okay? 
if you were to kill, try and kill baby Thanos, the future you have must be unchanged. So Thanos always has to exist, okay? Mm-hmm. Up to a certain point. So when you, if you were to jump back in 2014, you can't save your father, okay? Your dad always dies in 2018, which sucks. My dad always dies in 2008, which always sucks. So I can't jump into the past. I can't go back to 2009 and save my father with a cure for cancer because he's already passed. He's died, right? So he always has to die. Then what if you make them not die? Now. Or can you not do that? You, if you jump them into the future, then you can jump them into the past and then continue that timeline. Because technically... We call that leapfrog logic? Yeah, leapfrog logic. <laughs> <laughs> Your future must be unchanged. Changed. It's, it's a weird thing. So if... Now, if you were, let's say you were in 2014 and you, so you come from 2023 and you jump to 2014, like in Endgame. Now, all the stuff that's, that's happening, you can technically change all that stuff by saying, hey, if you quit drinking, this will have, this won't happen. Mm-hmm. But again, at some point, bad things are going to happen. Something's going to happen because your future can't be unchanged. So does that mean technically Gamora could still end up fucking falling to her death? Yes, technically. But the soul stone, see, that's different. The soul stone replaces one with the other. Mm-hmm. So Gamora has to exist <clears throat> because she existed prior to that. It's 2014, mm-hmm. right? So when they, when, when, when um, Black Widow sacrifices herself, yeah. it releases Gamora from the soul stone. That's what that, that's all about, mm-hmm. essentially. So, and if, and, if now, how did he, how did Steve return the Soul Stone? That's a good question. Just walks up to Red Skull and they have a little adventure, a little conversation. He just says, "Here you go." But he can't. He has to replace somebody. Somebody has to be replaced. Well, who makes that rule? I, I... That's the that's the rule with the Soul Stone. It has it, it has to be one for the other. Well, there's the stone, so just bring the person back. We can't. Okay, then just give him the stone. No person back. Just give him the stone. Can't. Well, they drop the stone on the floor and walk away. What if you broke it? What if you drop the stone on the floor and walk away? You can't, well, no. You can't destroy it because then Thanos would never get the stone. So it, it has to happen. That's why the stones have to go back into place so that it doesn't mess up the timeline. Right. But what happens... See, that's the other time... That's the other paradox. Remove one of the stones and that flow splits. Reach, uh, Return each to its own timeline at the moment it's taken. So chronologically in that reality, it never left. Right. Mm-hmm. What happens when he returns the soul stone? Because know. they couldn't bring Black Widow back. They tried with the snap. Remember? Yeah. I I don't know. That's that's a good question, and that's a question for future. Um, the Avengers can't change their own timeline. Oh, I actually I have a story. I have a theory on that, and this is where the theory comes in. So in the new Spider-Man trailer, um, Nick Fury is talking to Spider-Man that since the snap. The timeline has opened portals to the multiverse. Yeah. That's where Mysterio comes in. Okay? So, Tony Stark dies, Black Widow dies. Technically, they're not dead because they exist on other Earths. Yeah. Just like all everybody Just else. Just like Supergirl. So, it would be nothing for them to slip through. And this is when we were talking, when we did the last podcast, we were talking about the multiverse and how we had that argument. Which is when it split, when it splinters, what's going to happen? I said that's how you're going to get the X Men into the into yeah. this. 
And you're like, well, we don't know. We'll, we'll see, blah, blah, blah. This yeah, is like how I, they're going I to hope, get the X-Men like, in. Like I, don't ho- I hope that they don't just fucking reboot everything because that would be stupid. Right. And this is, this is the opening for them to get X-Men, Fantastic Four, Deadpool, and all of the Fox characters that are Deadpool. owned into the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. from that simple explanation in the trailer about the multiverse and how people are jumping in and out of... And that, that explains the whole Spider-Man thing coming from the Sony Marvel Universe. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. So now we have an explanation of how they're going to do it, and now we just need to know when they're going to do it, right? Yeah. And then that's... So the Maybe whole timeline, the whole time travel thing that they did, they did on purpose. They broke the of line. Of course they did. They broke it on purpose mm-hmm. to be able to do this with the X-Men, and it was... They were doing it at the time that Fox was being bought by Disney. Yeah. So now they have a cool, well-written excuse to bring those guys in. That's what that's all about. All right. Moving forward from the whole fucking... God, it's it's so much to take in with. It's exhausting. Yeah, it is. That's why I saw the movie twice, because there was a lot to go over, you know. So many logic holes. Yeah. The first time I saw the movie was all... It was almost purely expectations and and just excitement and the second time was more taking the film in for what it is and and the emotional connection to it you know to the characters like the first time when you see tony stark die when i saw tony stark die it didn't do anything for me then the second time it was really sad so it didn't do uh it only like hit me a little bit both times i saw it mm-hmm. but the cap thing cap dancing with peggy got me both times yeah didn't get me at all no, well, it, it it's because you're not a romantic. <laughs> so yeah, thanks. So uh, Endgame writers Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely um, talked about. It's a great name. That's a great fucking really? name. That's a great bar name. Hey, I'm McFeely. <laughs> McFly. McFly. That, that is that is someone that uh, you would refer to only in their last name. That's who you go clubbing with, McFeely. Yeah. Or maybe you shouldn't go clubbing with him. <laughs> get in a lot of trouble. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is what they said, Marcus and McFeely. It's uh, it's someone else's problem said on of off-screen uh, Vormir scene. We theorize, but we don't have a definitive one. I do know that there's no give-backs. It's not a pawn shop. You don't get the soul back when you get the stone back. You're welcome to give the stone back, but it's an everlasting exchange. Yeah, so he, he got the stone back, but uh, then but but Black Widow's still dead. When Davis pointed out how awkward the encounter must have been for Cap, McFeely won up the ordeal with a shout out. Oh my God, no more awkward than trying to put the reality stone back into Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Endgame continues its tear. So technically, what they could do is just give it, give her the stone. Yeah, you know. You need to hold on to this. Or just put it in a drink or what something. What would an Infinity Stone taste like? Butter. How would you know? I don't know. I was going to say a Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. With a little little twang, little tang to it. Yeah. A Jolly Rancher with tang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I asked you guys last time uh-huh. uh, what your favorite Infinity Stone was, and you said Mio. Oh uh, well, I don't think you said favorite. I think you said um, what do you think is the most the the strongest one? Oh, yeah, what's, okay. what's the most strongest powerful? one? I think the power stone is because you can destroy whole planets and everything with it. Yeah. And you said it was time, I believe, Mike. I believe, yeah. I yeah. said it was time. There's power, mind, power, reality, soul, space, and time gems. Um, no, no. What what is your preferred gem? Is what he asked. What would you do? 
you could have one, what would it be? Right. Um, Not power, because holding it would kill you. I'd take the time, Jim. Time's an illusion. I mean, things still yeah. end up having to happen the way that they happen. The only thing that the cool that's cool about time is that you can, you know, re-eat an apple or <laughs> fucking, or uh, see, you know, different possibilities of things. I Kill Isaac Newton so gravity never exists. I, and everybody floats around. Yeah. <laughs> everybody floats off this rock. And starts hitting other fucking. Planets. You know what? Um, I was gonna go with the um, the space stone, so I could travel anywhere I wanted to. But I'll go with the mind stone because cool. I think that the more illuminated your mind is, the more um, I think uh, the more appealing existence would be. Uh, okay, hippy dippy. Um, the mind stone allows users to enhance their mental and psionic abilities and access the thoughts and dreams of other beings. That full potential, when backed by the power gem, the mind gem can access all minds in existence simultaneously. Wow. Okay, so we, yeah, I'll connect to everybody like a, a root system <laughs> of trees. Well, uh, you also have access to the mindscape, and it allows the user to bring anything they imagine or dream of to life. Okay. It's like the... So it's my fucking lamp. It's my genie's lamp. It's like the reality stone. Yeah, uh, used to access access alternate realities, which are portrayed as an endless comic book collection overseen by Archivist, the chronicler of the multiverse. So the reality stone is going to play into this, by the way. Um, there's other there's other gems, by the way. There's ego, rhythm, build, death, and continuity. <coughs> Additional gems have appeared in crossover media and alternative universes outside the Marvel Universe. Oh. Ego gem contains the consciousness of the cosmic entity Nemesis and recreates her when united with the six other gems. The ego gem is yep. found in the Ultraverse when the Asgardian god Loki attempts to steal the other six gems. Why don't you read the continuity one? In the, in the issue of Deadpool, Deadpool gets his hands on the continuity stone, which gives the characters the power to talk to the comic book writers themselves. <laughs> Jesus. That's, that's a fourth wall break right there. In the Infinity like Gauntlet 2015 dimension break. limited series released as part of the Secret Wars crossover, Anwen Bakian uses the Reality Stone to create the Death Stone. Anwen gives the Death Stone to Thanos, and it corrupts him with black matter and turns him into dust. Black matter? In the Lego Marvel superheroes, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Thanos threat, a seventh build stone exists, and Rhythm, a seventh fake rhythm gem is created by Loki as part of the scheme in the Marvel Superhero Squad the Infinity Gauntlet game. Dude, the rhythm gem? Yeah. You'd be the best musician. No, you just have a lot of rhythm. No. Um, that would have been a cool thing if e- the planet Ego, you know, Kurt Russell's character from Guardians, was, what if he was an, an Infinity Stone that just, it grew a planet around it? That would be cool. No. Yeah. Um, Alright, so moving on. At the end oh. of the movie. Another question. Yes. What is your least favorite or the one you feel is the uh, least powerful Infinity Stone? The reality one feels kind of weak to me because it didn't really... It just felt like a smoke and mirrors thing uh, more than anything else. And because it was in the dark world and it it was like, who gives a shit? Fuck the elves. Yeah, the Power Stone. The durability enhance any superhuman ability and boosts the effects of the five other gems at full potential. The Power Gem grants the user omnipotence. Whoa. Um, Whoa. mind allows users to enhance. Let's see, space allows the user to exist in any location, move any object anywhere throughout reality. See, that would be really helpful when you're moving. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, like when you have to move from apartment to apartment or house to house. Yeah, you just. Uh, I want my couch there. Stuff. Bing, <laughs> dude, you could get anything by stealing it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I need to go to Walmart. 
I, I need a new TV. Bing. <laughs> but the problem is, is when you do that, it you know you're it's it's not like you know that piece of item like I want a million dollars, right? And yeah. then a million dollars shows up. Well, that money has to come from somewhere, right? Yeah. So I want a million dollars from the Federal Reserve. Bing. I'll have another million dollars from the Federal Reserve. Bing. But that money has to come from somewhere. And then there'd be all news. Just take it from the one percent. Yeah. Yeah, they don't need it from their bank accounts. Yeah. What you do is you do that. You just say, I want ten ten thousand dollars out of the one percent's bank accounts. Yeah. It, but in cash. Yeah. On my table, because that way they can't fucking trace it. Yeah. Right. Bing. There you go. Yeah. Every every ten days. <laughs> it's like the lottery payoff. What does the soul stone do? Sucks souls. Allows the user to steal, control, manipulate, and alter living and dead souls. The soul gem is the gateway to an idyllic pocket universe at full potential. The soul gem grants the user control over all life in the universe. Eh, that one sounds kind of I mean, weak. technically, in a way, it sounds like Thanos could have just done the snap with just the soul stone. It sounds like he could have done it with just reality stone. Well, no. When you combine all of them together, yeah. that's when you have the power to do that. To because do that, yeah. it, it, see pocket universe the final resting place for all lost spirits overseen by devandra an interdimensional parasite mm, so yum, yum. when when you combine at full potential the soul gem grants the user control over all life okay oh adam warlock what about him he's a guy that's in the mcu uh-huh yeah adam warlock was one of the owners of the soul stone nice he uh, could there. end up in guardians <laughs> three Looks like a fucking Shan. Looks like <laughs> pa- uh, not Pavarotti. He looks like um, a really gay He-Man. God damn it! The the, the candelabra guy. Um, uh, yeah, Liberace. Liberace, yeah. <laughs> he Warlock's the Liberace of Marvel. Looks like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, well, known owners should be like, like fucking Thanos should be on every one of these things. At some point, Ant Man had the uh, Time Stone. So what? the black. So at one point, Gardner, Thanos, Nebula, Adam Warlock, Gamora, Doctor Strange, Maximum Magus, Rune, Hardcase, Galactus. Well, Galactus has had the has had all the uh, the Infinity Stones as well. Pip the Troll had the Space Stone. What is a Pip? Pip the Troll. <laughs> he was the dude that was in the Nephilim. Looks like Wolverine fucked Clint Eastwood. <laughs> You don't know who Pip the Troll is? I, I just oh, have I one question for you, bub. Uh, it's Prince Gofern of the planet Laxadasia. He was originally what? an alien of the Laxadasian race. Uh, art by Jim Starlin. Um, I believe that Pip, Gamora, and Warlock returned to the corporeal world during I, the Infinity I, I Gauntlet. I read the comics. Incident by taking over the bodies of three crash victims. Um, Pip makes a non-speaking cameo appearance in the animated direct-to-video film Planet Hulk. There you go. I have no idea what that is. He's a, he's a troll. That's all you need to know. Pip the troll. <sighs> he was an owner of one of the stones. Um, the Mind Stone. Yeah, Moon Dragon. Oh, yeah. Professor Nebula. X. Uh, Galactus. How did Galactus get them all? What did he do with them? I wonder if that's going to be the next one. Oh, probably shoved Thanos up his butt. Uh, yeah. Thanos was a fantastic <sighs> character. Why would Galactus shove Thanos up his butt? He doesn't have the Infinity Stones. For hilarity to ensue? I don't know. All right. So, overall, satisfying conclusion to uh, 
to what they've done so far in the MCU. Yeah. And it just it just keeps making them distance themselves even farther and farther from what Warner Brothers DC is doing. Look, they're just doing it right, man. They are they are paying fans the service that they you know that that they um, expect. Now, are they changing things? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, are are they fundamentally changing the characters? No. What are they doing differently? Well, they're walking away from origin stories. You know, with few exceptions, they they didn't need to redo Iron Man's origin story all the time. They didn't need to redo Captain America's origin story all the time. Yeah. Once is once is enough, and they made the origin stories so interesting, you know, and right on with the comics, um, because Kevin Feige has an iron grip on what's going on, and yeah, they're they're allowed to you know um, make changes as necessary to 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 the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it's different than the comics universe but what they're doing is they're doing it logically like I like I was asking about Black Widow right uh-huh. why do they change Black Widow from Scarlet Witch and it was like well duh because Scarlet Witch is is a cross character mm-hmm. she's she's kind of owned by both Fox and Marvel and they yeah. had to they had to make some amend amends uh to to the characters, and then um, Captain Marvel. Though they use the more modern Captain Marvel because that's that's just the way things are going, you know. And, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the way that things are going, you know, in terms of how diversity is exp- is it to be expected in movies. Yeah, I can't really. I mean, it <laughs> wouldn't have really played very well if you just had another white dude with blonde hair that's another superhero yeah exactly <laughs> you know it's just it's it gets boring apparently yeah. um the actress who played uh captain marvel forgot her name brie larson yeah. Bri- yeah. Bri- okay she made a statement about how there needs to be uh, more diversity in superhero movies and so people started peti- started a petition to uh, replace her with a uh, lesbian woman of color okay yeah, there's been a whole bunch of stuff about You're never going to make everybody happy. It's, yeah. There's always going to be people that they, they hate on no matter what. Yeah, it's it's social justice warriors. Ugh. There you go. It's the people just that are willing to, up right there. The people that are willing to put in the time to just just vomit all of their bullshit over the internet. Yeah, they're they're fucking hate speech. Every and, uh, women suck, you know, everybody's a fucking problem. Kathleen Kennedy's an asshole because they they you know, Ray is a powerful, strong woman. You know, wait a second. Didn't George Lucas do that with Princess Leia? A new record. Another fucking podcast where I talked about Star Wars. Woo! Well, so, I can see then, where they're coming from because there aren't any obese women of color in the new Super Smash Bros. Okay. That is a serious problem. Okay. We'll find a way to get past then it. Then write him a letter. All right. Strongly worded. Yeah, write him a strongly worded essay. Yeah. Write it while your fingers are covered in Kentucky Fried Chicken grease, yeah. or make sure you print it out and have the con- the grease on the yeah paper. Have it soaked into it, like like you know a paper plate that had chicken on it. Dear Super Smash Brothers developers, dear Nintendo, I write unto the black women in my Smash Bros. Please put more lesbians <laughs> and obese women of color into these big movies. bad mamma jammas. Yeah, like. The ones with the mammoth hoofs, like uh, make them super sassy. Who who is who is the big chick from Glow? God, the big fat one. I don't know. What is I Glow? didn't watch Glow. Glamorous ladies of wrestling. Ew. There's a couple cuties in there. 
All right. Makeup was horrible, but, you know, it's the 80s. What do you expect? Am I allowed to say what you just looked up? <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Glow fatty. <laughs> <laughs> That's gra- glamorous ladies. <laughs> Stupid Mike of wrestling. Still haven't watched that show on Netflix yet. I've never heard of Mark it. Mark Marin plays their coach or some shit on there. There was one that was supposed to be like uh, Andrea the Giant or whatever. Three and a half is. stars. The very best of glow. God, it was like a cover of a porno. Yeah. God. Pretty much what it was. Colonel <laughs> um, Nino, Nino, Ninochka. <laughs> the farmer's daughter. God. Look at that. 103 fucking episodes. Mount Fiji. I think this is her. Emily Dole. <laughs> Mount Fiji? Oh. Yeah. That was her. Samoan b- or Tongan. That looks like a fucking dude. That's a chick. Look at her face, man. Just, uh, that's like a dude. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> She's dead now. Oh, that happens. I know. Same age as my mom. In Orange, California. So mm, oranges. Emily Dole. That's who I was looking up. She was like, she's like the Andrea the Giant. Uh, it was like Andrea the Giant for whammon. For glow. Remember Yokozuna? No. Yokozuna was um the he was huge. He's like fucking six hundred pounds. Uh, sumo wrestler. Um, fought Hulk Hogan, other people, Undertaker. If you want to see something really um, hard, hot, look at Ricardo Milos. Well, what's hilarious about Yokozuna was on the show, when you watched him on TV, he spoke Japanese, so he had to have his interpreter with him at all times. But when you watched him live at Arco Arena, like I did, motherfucker spoke perfectly good English. Okay. It was hila- just hilarious. It just, you know, shows the whole acting thing. Okay. Okay. Fucking guy. I remember the guy just leaned right over to my side of the audience and just yelled at all of us. He's all... I'm gonna fucking win. I'm like, that's not Japanese. <laughs> hey, speak. You're supposed to be speaking in Japanese. <laughs> Get back into character, you dick. Yeah. Look up who? Ricardo Milos. That's Milos. Oh, Milos. Sorry. Okay, go to images. God, looks like a gay porn star. There you go. God, that's gay. There you go. Ask Ricardo. What the fuck is going on with this guy? That was like a giant meme for like a month. It looks like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. They got a Funko Dude. Pop. Dude. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Is that real or is that just made up? I I hope it's both. Wow. Uh, is that? Mm. No, it's from uh, change.org. Oh. No, we don't. All right. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. So. Do you recommend seeing Endgame in theaters? Absolutely. If you don't see Endgame in theaters, then yeah. If you don't see Endgame in theaters, then you're wrong. Then, then wait till Disney Plus comes out. Yeah, and but see it with the crowd too. I, this is this is a crowd yeah. pleaser movie. Um, uh, I'll tell you what though. The second time I saw it, I saw it fucking with a bunch of old. No, no, people. no! Don't go see it in theaters. Yeah, go uh, see it with a crowd. Shut up. <laughs> so uh, the second time I saw it, there were uh, people in the crowd who, uh, you know, cared about the movie. Right. Uh, yeah, I was at Studio Movie Girl, and then when uh, Captain America picked up Thor's hammer, I could h- hear the entire audience go, <gasps> which was really cool. <laughs> and then well, there the there was moments when we fr- saw the first uh, we went to the movie the first time, and and uh, Joe's <laughs> Joe's Joe's daughter was sitting next to she she's like well overly dramatic and overly hyped up for this movie Fuck. and. 
Like, she just wouldn't stop with the fucking arm swinging, like, yeah, right? <laughs> and she was talking, and she apparently she got too loud, and there were some other people talking in the back. And I know that Joe was talking to her, his daughter when he leaned back and went, will you shut up? And it was at a perfect moment where it was completely silent in the entire theater. <laughs> and and it was pointed, it was at, you know, pointed at his daughter, but... <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so perfect. Like, nice. I was like, calm the fuck down. Five years later. <laughs> <laughs> and then that happened. God damn it. Yeah. Uh all right. So yeah, I, I, I yeah, you gotta see this in theaters. See it with, see it when you know when it's busy. Because the, the, the energy from the audience helps feed the movie. Definitely. Just, just don't see it at fucking 2 p.m. like I did with a bunch of old people that didn't fucking laugh once in the, the entire film. You saw it with old people. They cried, though. They You, you heard people crying at the end, but yeah, still. Yeah, of course they did. But God damn. They're old people. It's because like, it was three hours less of their life to get to oh live. Oh, God. Yeah, I think it cut into their dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I gotta <laughs> eat so I can take my back pills. Yeah. God, every time there was a funny scene, it was just me and my kids laughing. That was it. It was just fucking awkward. No. All right. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, it will be streaming on Disney Plus in December, by the way. Uh-huh. And yeah. that's it. They're what do you think? Yes? No? Maybe so? I think that the movie was good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I still don't think it's as good as Infinity War. I still do. Fight me. You said, the, you said it like you were reading off of a script. I think the movie is good. <laughs> <laughs> I think the movie had interesting characters and plot development. Thanos was a very well-written villain. Villain. Yes. Villain. Uh, Bruce Valanche. He was a he was a very well-written Valanche. Ugh. God, I know. I, I can go the rest of my life without ever seeing a picture of that fucking guy again. Yeah, here it goes. He's gonna put it up. All right. <laughs> Do it. No. Do I, it. I refuse. Just. You know why? Do it. Because <laughs> the motherfucker wrote the Star Wars Holiday Special. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? Is that what he's known for? Because I, yeah. I just saw him pop up on Hollywood Squares. No, dude. Hold on. I didn't know. I don't know what the fuck Bruce Falange has done. I just know he's George gay. Luke That's it. That he's just gay. He's ugly. He looks like a fucking sheepdog. Doesn't, yeah, I mean, doesn't I, George Lucas hate the Star Wars Special with every fiber of his being? It looks like he's wearing a wig. Who cares? Jeez. Yeah, he's he's not an attractive man. He's a wiggy boy. But hey, if he's happy, he's happy. So fuck it. Who the fuck am I? Joe Siegel. Yeah, Joe Siegel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy is just. There's something wrong. Yeah, there is. Like, <laughs> that's a fucking. It, it is a wig. It 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 should. It, but <laughs> like, how the fuck? How the fuck do you? <laughs> His laughing's making me laugh. I know, it's, it's infectious. <laughs> fucking dude, dude. This is like, look at that fucking Bruce Willis face. Hey. How do you defend the Star Wars Holiday Special? You can't. Fucking that's one of the things that made Lucas not want to make any goddamn Star Wars shit in the, in the 80s after Jedi. <sighs> that guy's face. Looks like a gay man had a child with Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just reading through. I'm trying to... Get something here. Uh, it's really funny how you could hear the clock. <laughs> now all we need is a cricket. You have frogs. Yeah, wish I could. I watched that. I, I I watched it on YouTube once, and it was, God, I I just it might as well have been done by someone completely different. The way technically it was. Yeah, have you ever seen Turkish Star Wars? 
do I want to? Yes. Okay. It's fucking horrible and it's awesome because of it. It's awesomely horrible. Yes. It's called Turkish Star Wars too. It's fucking it's just God. He looks like I'm trying in a wig. Ugh. Let's God, see. that guy just embraces his fucking double chin, man. I mean, he just yeah. He's yeah. like Look at it. That's how you need to be. Fuck that shit. Ew. Wait. What? On RuPaul's Drag Race, Valanche appeared as a guest judge dressed as Santa Claus. Because he's gay. Yeah. All right. What has he done? What has he written? Divine Madness for Bette Midler. Okay, I can see that. He was a co-writer for the Donnie and Marie Show, the short-lived Brady Bunch Variety Hour. Um, he went on to write jokes for Tomlin, Crystal, Roseanne Barr, Rosie O'Donnell, Paul Reiser, Elizabeth Taylor, Stephen Tyler, and Robin Williams. When the fuck did Stephen Tyler tell a joke? Oh, I don't know. Whenever he's doing a presentation, whenever he's doing his public speaking event. Um, see, Bette Miller serenaded Carson with You Made Me Watch You to the tune of You Made Me Love You with lyrics written by Valanche. Uh, for four years, Blanche was head writer in Celebrity Square on Hollywood Squares. Um... Since 1980, Valanche has been a reporter and columnist for The Advocate. And then um, Bruce, My Adventures in the Skin Trade, and other essays, a 2000 collection of his writing. Let's see. Yeah, okay. That's it. Can I read something real quick? Mm, sure. Okay. Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Raised on U.S. farms. No artificial hormones or steroids. USDA inspected and high-quality chicken. Um, don't they get their chicken from Tyson Foods? Freshly prepared by cooks. Freshly prepared. I can believe that one. I don't mind that mu- much. Is it on U.S. farms? Probably. Anyways. Not quality chicken, though. Still eating it. <sighs> he is a very accomplished writer with one exception. So there we go. <laughs> you keep clicking the back arrow. I know. It just goes to Ricardo. Keeps going to Ricardo. Thanks, yeah. Ricardo. Uh, yeah, there's two people I definitely don't want to see ever again in my life. So. Ricardo and Valanche. All right. Hi, Ricardo. Oh, that's a show right there. Get those two together. Well, it'd be kind of difficult. Why, did Ricardo die? Yeah. When did Ricardo die? No. Did he not? The meme died. I don't know, man. You know, He's I, on Twitter. I, no, that's not Ricardo. Or is he just the guy that just got created, you know, like a picture of some fucking douche, and then they, they just added names to it and everything for entertainment purposes? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about this well, guy. Well, hot, let's though. fucking move on. I... Well, you're the one that's fucking asking. I don't care, really. It was it could have just been completely rhetorical. I currently streams League of Legends on Facebook. There you go. There's your answer. <sighs> oh, he looks like um, Howard from The Big Bang Theory. Howard. Anyways, moving on. No, he doesn't. Doesn't look anything like Howard from The Big Bang Theory. Well, Jack's film looks like Agent Smith. You know, unless, you know, Howard from The Big Bang Theory suddenly... Turned into an oiled uh, up douche, uh, uh, an oiled up, you know, South American, <laughs> Brazilian. I bet oh, and, and grew like another foot, and like started hitting the gym hardcore for about two years. Try five. Try like longer than that every day. Yeah, that's an that's an everyday body. Anyways, I moving, could never do that. Moving, I on. value my wasted you time. Actually, boofing. Anybody can do that. All right, what else we got? We've got new, 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 new news. If you're going to do the news, I'm leaving. <laughs> Should I do that every single time? <laughs> you don't want to talk about news? I don't know what's happening. You don't want to talk about the extended edition of Hateful Eight or mm. on Netflix? 
No. Or the fact no. that they're going to come out with a, a Django Unchained director's edition. What is a Django Unchained? Where, where the fuck? You don't watch these movies with him? No. no. You don't want him to see Mandingo fighting scenes? I have Warcraft to play. He doesn't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, you don't want to know about John Singleton dying? What is it, Singleton? Yeah, see, they're, they're okay. You can go. All right. Bye. <laughs> thank thank you for joining us. Fare thee well. Take your greasy chicken with you. <laughs> All right. So they're, uh, Tarantino is um, working with Netflix, and they uh, they split the uh, Hateful Eight into four parts, 50 minutes each, which adds over, I think, 25 minutes of footage from uh, that was cut from the film. Four fifty-minute parts. Yeah, four fifty-minute parts. Yeah, that's all. That's that. That's three that's and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. All right. So three and a half hour version of the Hateful Eight. So it's done like um, almost like like TV show segments, or you know, TV show episodes. So um, when asked about uh, well, you know, uh, putting Kill Bill together and having you know the whole bloody affair as one, um, Tarantino said he wanted to keep those t- as two separate films. Um, but that he is making a Django uh, Unchained director's cut, which presumably is going to be on Netflix. Right. And so that one's supposed to have, um, supposed to bump up the running time to 3.15, 3.20 or so. Okay. So, hey, Django Unchained's an excellent film, and uh, I'd like to see what else he's going to add into it. All right. Um, the, uh, oh, God. You know what? Eh, fuck all this shit. John Singleton died. You know, you want to talk about that? Too sad. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty sad. Um he looked kind of rough. Yeah, I mean, he he was only fifty one. Yeah, that's four years older than me, dude. And uh, he looked like he was in his seventies. Yeah, he looked he looked like one of those old black exploitation directors that are still alive today from the seventies. So yeah, he had a he had a stroke, and now like there's this huge like uh, custody battle between his daughter and his uh, mother or some shit. And well, I don't know. If there's a custody. But there's not. I'm not custody. custody I mean, like a like a you know like a. Was it the lawyer? What the fuck they call that? There's a there's a battle over his money. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's the gist of it. And yeah, you know what? There's uh, you know the vultures will always circle, right? Yeah, his daughter. The whole story was he had a stroke at the hospital. He was there at the hospital getting a checkup when he had a massive stroke, mm-hmm. um, which he he never recovered from. And while he was there, his mother said, "Hey." We need to do this because he has nine projects in the works and they all need to be signed off on. Mm. His mother was just like, I, I need like um, uh, power of attorney. Power of attorney. That's that's what it is. Is. Yeah. And his daughter was like, no, 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 everything's fine. You know, he was talking with me yesterday and blah, blah, blah. And he, he'll be right out. You know, this is like the day before he died. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, grandma's full of shit. Right. And. And 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 Grandma, you know, John's mother was like, "No, she's just doing this as a power play to take all his fucking money because she's a greedy little bitch." Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to save his goddamn career, so we'll see what happens. Pretty much, you know. Cause it reminds me of like when uh, James Brown died. You know, his family just started fucking just swooping in trying to grab everything they could. Fuck those vultures, man. Yeah. Fuck them all. Hey. <laughs> all right. Um, do you, have you seen the uh, teaser trailer for Watchmen? No, I have not. On Netflix, on, uh, who, on H- I think we should watch HBO. It. I I actually I highly recommend this. Okay, whatever. <laughs> sure, sure. That's not annoying enough, is it? Yeah.
Oh, fuck you, you fucking... We are no one. We are everyone. And we are invisible. We convinced ourselves that they were gone. But they were just hibernating. They came for everybody. Are we safe? I guess we have ourselves a reckoning. talking about oh nothing just the end of the world <laughs> goddamn fucking garbage you gotta be shitting me all right <laughs> uh, technical difficulties so that I mean that trailer right there, I, I I don't know if that's actually like set during Watchmen time or if that's like afterwards. This isn't a direct adaptation. Uh, it focuses on vigilantes in an alternate United States operating during the Cold War, and is widely regarded as one of the most important. Let's see. Um, I'm sorry. This isn't a direct adaptation of Mars oh. 1986, which focuses on vigilantes in an alternate United States. Lindelof's take is set within the world more created, using central Watchmen character Rorschach. As a way to springboard into a new era, superheroes or costume vigilantes are still around, and it's clear they aren't to be trusted. That helps explain why Lindelof's design includes references to fictional groups based on modern-day organizations like Anonymous. And hence, we have another version of a DC comic or a DC franchise that is just getting trod upon. Fuck this. Fuck it all. If you're going to do a Watchmen series, you need to either not call it the Watchmen and call it something else mm -hmm. or do a fucking Watchmen series and base it off of the Watchmen. Mm -hmm. Do not call it something and not be the fucking same principle. I'm sick of this shit. And this is why DC can't get their fucking act together. It's always a goddamn problem. And they, they keep hiring people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. And DC just lets it ride. Or Time Warner, whoever is fucking in charge. Jeff Johns. It's Jeff Johns' fault that it, all this shit is going to waste. It absolutely is. And this is my fucking rant on this. And I think I had the same rant that I, last time, which is if you want to be successful and you want people to start taking your shit seriously, stop being so serious with your shit. And I'm not pulling that from the fucking Joker stuff with the why so serious. I'm pulling that right from the fact that Kevin Feige has a fucking iron grip on what's going on with the Marvel Universe and will not put up with anything that will deter from that vision. Mm -hmm. He will fucking fire you. We all love Edgar Wright. He fired Edgar Wright, right? Yeah. And a few other people. And they, they made some hiring decisions that they weren't happy with. And then they went, fuck this. We're going to find a stable of people that will see our vision through. That's why they got rid, rid of Joss Whedon. Like him or love him or hate him or whatever. You know, he's neutral with me. I, I don't love him. I don't hate him. 
There are some things that I absolutely adore that he's done. I do like Firefly, and I do like Buffy, and the TV series was phenomenally successful, but they got rid of him because, not because of his shit that underperformed, because they wanted it to be done in a specific way, and he didn't, and he wasn't on board to do that. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of a mutual parting of ways, because he's still involved with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, you know, for kind of. But... Again, if you want someone that's going to take the reins, give it to Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim is a fucking DC guy. He he created the Batman animated series. He created the Superman animated series. And he was he was he fucking iron fisted that stuff and and the reason why it turned out so good, including the Justice League, is because of his iron grip on it. This is going to be done this way. This is not going to be done this way. This way. That's the way it's going to be. We are not going to harp on this. I don't, you know, I mean, he even had a problem when they were figuring out the whole Brainiac thing for Superman, right? Yeah. And the whole Brainiac thing was um, they wanted to make Brainiac the, the, the source of power on Krypton. And Bruce Tim is like, no, 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 fuck, no, fuck, no, fuck, no. No. That's not Brainiac. Brainiac is this. And they're like, just, just see it our way. This is, this is our pitch. And he walked away pissed off because he wanted to keep the origin stories. And then he came back and said, okay, sh- let's go over this again. Tell me what's going on. And they're like, oh, alien uh, alien from another planet takes over fucking Krypton is the cause of Krypton's death. That's it, right? It becomes a supercomputer, right? Like yeah. the MCP. <laughs> and Bruce was like, okay, as long as we, as long as we throw the origin story out there some point where Brainiac comes to Krypton or whatever— you know, we have to show him as a living, intelligent being type of thing, right? Because he's an alien, not necessarily Kryptonian. And and they were like, fine. So they, they worked that out, right? But that's the way it has to be. You have to have an iron grip on this shit or you get Batman versus Superman, Justice League, and this and that. Ezra Miller leaving, you know, The Flash. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that he's not working on The Flash. <laughs> he, he quit or he was fired or... He gave up. Yeah. Stop fucking with these characters. Stop using Jim Lee's 52. Everything that Jim Lee's touched with DC has been phenomenally good. The problem is, is that now he's getting involved in the animation, and it's there's there's such a distinct change between what's going on and what has what has come. His style does not translate well into animation. It just doesn't. It will never translate well. The, the, there's two, the characters don't look good enough. That's why it works with Tim, with, with Bruce Tim stuff. Mm-hmm. Because the characters, the, the, the muscles aren't defined. You define it yourself, you know, of how, they're, how they look or how they react or how they do this and how they do that. In, in, the, Bruce, in the Jim Lee stuff, I was going to say Bruce Lee, in the Jim Lee stuff, everything is so goddamn defined down to whatever, and yeah, there's supposed to be perfection and this and that, that it distracts and takes away, and then, you know, the suit redos and all this other stuff. It distracts and takes away from the characters. Yeah. And it doesn't even, and then the characters don't even look good. This is the problem with DC. So Have one fucking person in control. So if they just... Just call. I mean, does the show look interesting to you, other than the the, the name? Yeah, I mean, it looks interesting, but I'm so fucking pissed off that you know this is not the Watchmen. Mm. This is, and and I already bitched about this before with Lindelof taking over and saying this is not going to be the Watchmen. This is going to be something else. Mm-hmm. 
and and I'm I'm not happy because they're just using the name the Watchmen to fucking sell tickets. Yeah. Right. So fuck them. Fuck him. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm I'm right on board with Alan Moore on this whole thing. Okay. Which is you're just you're just taking something that was great and making it mediocre. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't have a problem doing that with Doom Patrol and making it great. God damn, you just fucked up everything that has to do with the Watchmen. Yeah. So this is uh, supposed to be coming out in the fall. I'll, I'll check it out, and when I see it, I'll let, I'll they, let you all They could have subtitled it, you know, The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. They could have called it something else, you know, but they didn't. They, they Yeah. They could have called it DC's. I even saw a flag from the Tales from the Black Freighter. Yeah. On there, which I've never read that one, but I, I don't. Even, I've never even seen the anima- animation for it yet. But is that a good one? Tales from the Black. It's Raider? not bad. Okay. It's not bad. Good companion piece. Um, so uh, Christopher Lord and uh, Phil Miller, um, they uh, they signed a five year deal with Sony, which is supposed to be nine figures. Yeah, that's pretty fucking huge. I'm not really. Ha- I don't care. I, I after after uh, you know. It's not that I don't care. It's just after seeing what they did with uh, Lego Movie Two. Yeah, you know, I I hope they go back to the drawing board and just realize that uh, they need to stop phoning it in. But they also worked on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So yeah, so they yeah, they're going to develop their own comedy and drama projects uh, for broadcast, cable, and streaming, and then supervise other projects. Um, they're also going to be developing uh, a suite of television series based on uh, the Sony universe of uh, Marvel characters. That include, you know, Spider-Man, Venom, and yeah. Morbius, Black Cat. And we'll see what happens. So, yeah. I mean, you know, the guys are talented. Just, uh, you know, they were involved with Claudia with the Chance of Meatballs, 22, 21, 22 Jump Street, Into the Spider-Verse, you know. Yeah. The Last Man on Earth, which was on Fox. Wasn't a bad show. Yeah. It had some good humor to it. So, you know, and it made it made Will Forte watchable. <laughs> That's that's it made Will Forte a like his character likable. It made yeah. Will Forte a likable character. Yeah, because I mean he, Will Forte is one of those guys for me where I only want to see him for a couple minutes at a time, and then after that I'm just like, okay, go 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 run off and play with the kids or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, isn't he doing like Alien News Desk now? I don't know. Oh, he was born in Alameda County. Hmm. All right, so uh, yeah, we we also saw you know the Sonic trailer, which. Uh, no. Every time I watch it, it looks, it just gets worse and worse. And, and you know, I mean, what does that say right there? Where, I mean, is it a good thing that they're listening to the fans? You know, all the people that complain about the look of Sonic and now they're going to re- redo them? Well, well, you saw the meme that I sent you, right? Yeah. You know, let's just make it so fucking terrible. Gets, oh. it, it creates the buzz, right? Yeah, it creates the buzz, but we're never really going to make the movie. Yeah. You know, so. We're just going to release more games. Yeah. <laughs> So I yeah that, that Sonic trailer dude I just the only thing about it that was entertaining to me was was uh, Jim Carrey because you know I want, I, lo- I love seeing Jim Carrey ham it up you know but I I don't I, I just I don't know Sonic doesn't look right the CG looks fucking cheap it doesn't look that good even though the movie hasn't come out yet still it just it doesn't look that yeah so I mean and then just the dialogue also is just weak it might as well be the, you know it's it's the Smurfs. He's just a fucking Smurf that can run fast. Well, I'm just talking about the new, you know, like the Smurfs, you know, like no, how it's no, set I, in New York I, City kind of yeah, thing. Kinda. You know, he's a hedgehog yes. out of water kind of thing. It, it's just fucking. So yeah, it's uh, it's gonna. It, I, I'm 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 about 98 percent positive that this movie's gonna suck ass. You know, the two part, the two percent is like a holdout for hope. 
<laughs> Why? Why are you holding out? Because I'm a Sonic fan. You know, who cares? Don't don't be a f- don't don't hold out hope being a fan of a franchise that you like for a fucking piece of shit movie that you know is gonna suck. Don't hold out hope for that. Hold out hope that they're going to make better games. And then you know, this holding out hope for something that you know is going to suck and 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 you're going to be completely disappointed with because this is not because the people that are doing this don't know dick they're just doing it for fucking money right look he throws a gold coin to transport them to a fucking you know to as they're falling to transport them to a safer landing spot yeah fuck that fuck everything about this fucking movie yeah oh we listened to you no you didn't no, you knew what you were doing, and you're just trying to get a reaction off of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like when when fucking Sonic walks out onto the road, yeah. And like I totally agree with you about the whole him coming to save Earth. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, F- stop fucking sending characters to Earth that aren't on Earth. They are in their own world. They're in the Sonic yeah. goddamn world. He's, Leave them in the Sonic save, goddamn world. You're supposed to save a bunch of fucking animals that are being turned into robots by fucking Robotnik. Yeah. Have that happen. Yeah. Just stop fucking putting things like Pac-Man. I can't wait for the Pac-Man movie to come out where he has to save the goddamn world. Just like in He-Man, Masters eating, of the Universe, where He-Man had dogs. to come to Earth. Chaka, 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 Did chaka, He-Man chaka. really have to come to Earth? No. No, no he fucking didn't. He could have stayed in Eternia and fucked up Skeletor. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> this is all it is, is just fucking Super Mario Brothers redone. Yeah. You know? That scene where he walks out onto the road and stretches. That's a fucking runner in a goddamn fursuit. <laughs> That's all it is. He was like, he was like stretching for Chuck E. Cheese that, yeah. that afternoon. <laughs> Not even stretching for Chuck just like he's fucking getting ready to do his thing. And then he runs so fast that he knocks out all the power to the United States. Yeah. I've never understood how someone can run so fast that they could create an EMP. Well, you saw the fucking, when it showed the generals L in their, you know, command center, they're all... The dialogue from them was just like they don't even believe what they're fucking saying. Yeah, why didn't that? Why didn't that fucking guy knock out, knock, knock fucking Jim Carrey's teeth back into the back of his throat? Just he starts talking, just like bam, shut the fuck up, yeah. you're a scientist. I'm Neil McDonough, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm Neil McDonough. <laughs> fuck off. I will. I'm gonna ram my fist into your yeah. mouth now. Yeah, go paint some more Trump shit. <laughs> 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 All right. I, like I said, Jim Carrey looks like he might be fun, but F- I it's, that, that movie's gonna suck ass. It's the fucking Riddler all over again. <laughs> oh god damn it! All right. So uh, the, yeah, that we saw the the you know when we saw Avengers, we saw the Men in Black uh, International uh, full trailer, which yep. uh, this time it was more interesting than the teaser. The teaser I thought was lame as shit. Um, this one looks you know like okay, you got my interest a little bit. All right. Uh, there was the the Deadwood movie, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I, I've never been a fan of Deadwood, so it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, it, it just. Uh, I think it's a nice that they're going to have something closing off the series, you know, that, that that the fans didn't get from the first time. So wasn't the final episode closing off the series? No, because the show got canceled after the third season, so, so there, there was no closure. There was a reason why it got canceled. Shows get canceled all the time, not because they deserve to, they just don't get the ratings. Yeah. Well, and also. At the time that they were making Deadwood, it was extremely expensive. Just like around the same time they were making Rome, and Rome, Rome was a precursor to a Game of Thrones about how expensive you make epic type uh, television, and they just didn't know how to work it right. But it's uh, 
yeah. Anyway, um, Deadwood was good. It was a very good show. There's plenty of you know good shows that don't last the you know the test of time, but whatever. You know, they, we get this movie, so that's uh, good for the fans. You know, and there was a show that they fucking canceled that that I was going to mention was the Santa Clarita Diet. You know, Netflix canceled that after three seasons, and that was a funny show. That also has Timothy Oliphant in it, and uh, and that one uh, Drew Barrymore and and. It would have been cool if they could have, you know, had one more season to close out the storyline because you want to find out what happens with the whole, you know, zombie thing and and stuff because it's a funny show. And the third season was an improvement over the second season. So whatever though, it it it, it is what it is. Fucking Netflix. So um, and then uh, there's a new show that I saw on there that's worth watching if anyone wants to check it out. It's called Dead to Me. It's got Christina Applegate and um, Linda Cardellini in there. Um, and James, uh, not James Remar, James Marsden. Cyclops, um, good show, not bad. It's it's interesting. It's uh, it's got heart to it, you know, and the characters feel really genuine in there. And there's uh, Ed Asner in a few episodes as well, talking just like his up character, pretty pretty much. <laughs> All right. So yeah, didn't. I saw I saw something. I saw a trailer on that, so yeah. it looked it looks interesting. It's good. It's got a couple twists here and there, but most of the twists feel believable, and you know they they work, and it doesn't go too crazy with any of the shit. You know, there's always there's always consequences with everything that happens on the show, so it doesn't. Go out. It doesn't go too far into like desperate housewives territory with the extremities of things. So, um, yeah, I recommend that one. Uh, there was a, and then there was the Critters Attack trailer that's uh, for that's coming out on video in July, but then it's also going to be released on Sci-Fi um, on the Sci-Fi Channel in in the fall. D. Wallace. Yeah. Mm. Kill Kreitz. <laughs> In 1986, they invaded our world. Drea, did you see that? I think it was an alien spaceship. Don't be weird, fella. Now they're back. Hello? And hungry. For more. Ferocious. What the hell is that? And they love. What's that sound? Fast food. Aliens are real. Hey, Drea. How's babysitting? It's going great. This time, you're telling me this one's good. Everyone is on. The menu. We're all gonna die tonight, aren't we? Who the hell is that? I don't know, but that's a really big gun. That white one. Uh, oops. Uh, it's supposed to be a female. That's what it says in the synopsis for it. Well, that's not where I was going with that. They only show it in like one or two scenes, and mm. then after that, it's gone. So that tells me it doesn't last long. Or there's a surprise with it. They should just call it for Christ's sake. That'd be funny. Yeah. Like, you know, the Sharknado thing. Oh, yeah. hell no. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks. It definitely looks like a straight-to-video type movie, even though the the, the, the critters look good. Yeah. Good uh good money spent on the uh, actual look of the critters themselves. 
but uh, you know that they, they should have had Jordan Downey make it. I think that would have been more interesting. Right. So um, that that's it with trailers, man. There was nothing else uh, worth uh, bringing up that I could see because the the it trailer hasn't come out yet. The it trailer comes out in a tomorrow, very very soon, or yes. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, we'll be talking about it. Oh, that's a concept. Of Fuck course it is. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stephen King uh, hinted that uh, that uh, it's going to be coming out at noon, which uh, is there. Noon Eastern. Yeah, noon, noon Eastern. So you now, hopefully, around nine o'clock. It'd be nice if it would be ready right when I woke up in the morning for work. But whatever. Spider Man. To play, but if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, stop watching because there's some serious spoilers about to come. Spoilers. Up. But if you have seen Avengers Endgame, enjoy the trailer. Oh my god, he's British. Oh my god. Why the fuck? Everywhere I go, I see his face. Yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. You going to be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work because I am going on vacation. Heads up. Nick Fury's calling you. I don't really want to talk to Nick Answer Fury. Phone. Why? Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. You sent Nick Fury to voicemail? I gotta go. You do not ghost Nick Fury. What up, Darks? What's up? We're just talking about the trip. I'm here in St. Marco Polo. Oh, I think MJ really likes me. That reminds me when I first fell in love. You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. This is Mr. Beck. I could use someone like you on my world. New world? Beck is from Earth, just not ours. A snap to our hole in our dimension. You're saying there's a multiverse? We have a job to do, and you're coming with us. There's gotta be someone else you can use. What about Thor? Off-world. Captain Marvel. Unavailable. But I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Bitch, please, you've been to space. <laughs> what do you want, Peter? I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's kind of obvious. You're right, you may not be ready, but this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Sometimes people die. I feel like I'm putting my friends in danger. The world needs the next Iron Man. You going to step up or not? That's not the black suit. That's a different suit. Yeah. Yep. Which means that that's foreshadowing the Secret Wars, which I'll bet is the next is the next part of this phase 4, whatever you want to call it. Second second generation Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah. They said this this one is supposed to be the end of phase 3. Right. So, what if 
their plan is Secret Wars. How cool would that be with fucking X-Men and all those other things? Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. I think it's... Yeah, I got this uh, feeling that since Mysterio is supposed to be, you know, normally he's a bad guy, that what if he's doing uh, uh, like the Syndrome did in The Incredibles where, you know, he makes it look like, you know, the the big giant robots attacking the city and then he saves the city from it being destroyed? Yeah, that's what I was... That's the feeling I was getting as well. Yeah. So, oh, we'll find out, you know. I, it's just, I, I think it's funny. I don't know how many people actually know that Jake Gyllenhaal almost replaced Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. So, and now he's playing Mysterio. Right. And yeah, so it's funny. All right. Um, yeah, I, news-wise, man, I, I don't think there's anything else worth really talking about this week. I, uh, anything tick- I thought I had seen something, but no, I don't know. Yeah. Nothing to your fancy? No. Yeah. All right. Nothing to tickle my pickle. So the next one uh, we're going to see um, is going to be uh, Pikachu. Yeah. Because we, we were going to see Longshot, but someone fucking got pink eye. Yeah, well. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ron Burgundy. All right. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll let you know how Pikachu is and, uh, you know, if uh, Reynolds fucks it up or not. He won't fuck it up. All right. All right. So, uh, are we good? You good? We're yeah. good? Who's good? We're good. All right. Bye. That's the end.